Yeah. So I got my boat tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties. It's the kid XAB. It's your man, Distinguished the God. What it do, what it do, what it do. What's good, y'all? It's your boy D Float. Alright, so uh, we just gonna get straight to the shits Do you guys have an all-man moment? And hold up, you know we got the we got the intro these days And I did say we, we had to get better at that so. <laughs> Oh my oh, god, man Oh, oh damn, damn. Come on. Oh, Jesus any anybody want to start with they all oh, man? I definitely have an all man this time. I don't I don't necessarily really have a a all man, but that joint you sent me about Ty Mula today that that shit had me fucked up the whole day when you sent that shit. Yeah. Um. So all repeated that young man. Um. I was having a um a short lived because I I couldn't. Couldn't really be on my phone the way I wanted to, obviously, because I was at work. But I was having a, a very short-lived conversation with my with my girl. Shout out to Rosa. And I don't know, dude. I get that life is very hard for a lot of people. A lot of people are walking around with a lot of crooked smiles, plastic smiles, fake smiles, holding in a whole bunch of shit. Holding in a lot of pain, holding in a lot of anger, um, possibly holding holding um, in a lot of constraint or trying to hold on to the constraint without acting on it. And unfortunately, this young man publicly announced that he was taking his life and then he did it. And shortly thereafter, his mother did create, in fact, a GoFundMe page. And I felt very conflicted with the GoFundMe because this money for the GoFundMe is not going to bring this guy back. This GoFundMe is not going to bring back the other children that the mother said she lost. This GoFundMe is not going to stop the rates uh, that are continuously spiking within the community of color in terms of suicide. Um. This shit took me back to when I was 10 and the many failed attempts, thank God, that I had on my own life. You know, I tried to take my life on three or four separate occasions and all attempts failed when I was 10 years old. And this shit just had me saying to myself, wow, people will really think you're okay 
because you said you're okay. That's gotta be that's gotta be the realest shit ever. A nigga will dead ask you, "Are you okay?" And you will say, "I'm okay," and you're lying. Like you're dead lying. That shit is crazy to me. That shit is crazy to me. So my all man moment is like, yo, life is real, man. People dead be here and dead not want to be here. Like they don't want to be here. Like they really don't want to live another day. Like that shit is scary. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I would say, though, is I don't want to criticize whatever the family is doing. Um, you know, I don't I don't know what type of financial situation they're in for which they need that GoFundMe to either bury their, their, their child and or support whatever it is that they need to support um, in this time of need. So um, in that in that particular instance, I wouldn't necessarily question what the GoFundMe is about, but it is very, very unfortunate that there are a lot of people out here um, that, you know, like you said, are in a space where they don't, they don't want to be here anymore. And just so that we do our due diligence, let me look up um, the suicide hotline just so that we can put that number out there for anybody else who Maybe uh, feeling like that. Listen, y'all. If you're a real fan of dad has some bow ties, if you're a real fan of how we put this whole thing together, please don't listen to us day in, day out, week in, week out, and you going through some shit and feel like because we're on a podcast, we won't answer an inbox, or because we're on a podcast, we won't answer a comment on a page. Reach the fuck out. We real people. Oh, that's a we go through real shit. We probably one of the most transparent podcasts you've done ever listened to in your motherfucking life. We keep it funky. We crack jokes. We talk about politics, education, suicide, rape, you know, things regarding uh, injustices that happen uh, for all people, any people, you know, no matter what their, you know, sexual orientation is, race, creed, culture, background. We here. We human like y'all. We bleed like how you bleed. We cry like how y'all cry. We feel pain like how you feel pain. We are not above that. We are not above the hype. That's Please. So definitely DM us, you know, on the Dad Has page and or individually. You know, Facts. My IG is Creator X with an 8. So that's C-R-E-8-T-O-R-X. Um... And then the dad has some bow ties pages. Dad had some bow ties. Um, this thing, if you want to drop your handle, and then I'm going to give the yeah. suicide hotline. Yeah, at, you know, distinguish the God. So that's D-I-S-T-I-N-G-U-I-S-H-T-H-E-G-O-D. Distinguish the God. And uh, uh, here D you flow? go with the hotline. You want to drop yours? Oh, D-Flow at D-Flow oh, Beats. Yeah. You already know D-Flow Beats D-F-L-O-W-B-E-A-T-S And like I said The reason why we Dropping these Is in case anybody Wants to talk Now We are not You know uh, Well some of us Are mental health specialists But 
we're not mental health specialists in the sense that we can cure you of the ills of the world. Um, but if, Facts. if you need someone to talk to or you feel like you are you relate to us enough that maybe you wish to have a conversation with us in terms of maybe getting some of these thoughts out, we are definitely here for that. And the suicide hotline is 800-273-8255. So that's 800-273-8255, suicide prevention hotline. Um, real stuff. Um, all right, so my all man, and Flo, I don't know if you have one, but uh, we'll, we'll get into yours in a second. I guess this might lighten the mood just a little bit. Um, so I went... On my daily workout today, you know what I mean? Got my little, pumped my little iron, got got my workout in. It was like, all right, cool. Time for me to go get a Subway sandwich. Now, this is- You still a, eat at Subways? This is a healthy, unhealthy meal, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. You know what I mean? Subway sandwiches have way too many calories in them, but, well, some of them, not all of them, but um, nonetheless- you know, it's a, it's a it's a deep decent compromise going on there. So I went to go to Subway, got my sandwich, um, and I'm leaving Subway, and there's a older gentleman walking beside me, and so we're both walking down the street, and there's a Asian lady on the bike on a bike coming towards us. Now she's doing a great job bobbing and weaving. However, this is a busy ass block. So you really shouldn't be on a bike on this block. Nonetheless, as she approaches, the gentleman that is on the side of me decides this nigga want to jump in front of her. So he jumps, literally jumps in front of her. And then as she tries to go to the left, he jumps in front. As she tries to go to the right, he jumps in front and he go, he starts screaming at her. He starts screaming in her face. You're not supposed to be on the block. You're not supposed to be on the block. And the lady is just sitting there, like, petrified. At first, she's like, okay. And then she's trying to move off. And then he's like, no, fuck that. You're not supposed to be driving on the block. Get off the Wait, fucking block. So now the lady is petrified. So I'm standing there for, like, two seconds. I'm like, all right, I'm just waiting for him to let her go. He's not looking like he's letting her go. In fact, he's getting oh, nah. closer and closer to her. As if he's about to hit her or something like that. So now I pull up, you know, he listen, testosterone all through the bloodstream. You adrenaline pumping. So I pull up, I'm like, yo, sir, sir, can you go? Not me. So the lady takes that opportunity to to scoot off. Skedaddle. As she right, should. Skedaddle. You know, that was skedaddle the fuck up out. Yeah, that was the whole right. point. So now the nigga look at me. So I look at him. So you could tell automatically, like, see, here's the thing for the audience. If if you are, are, are like, I don't know, if you just used to certain lifestyles, you could look a nigga in right. his eye and you know what type of time it is. So right. he looked me in my eye and I looked him in his eye and he knew what type of time I was on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have a question. What's up? Because I, I want to know how dramatic this was. When you look them in the eye, I want to know who blinked first, and I want to know if you actually squinted, like how when you watch an anime, 
and when two people are looking this at each other and, and then the camera zooms in on the eyes and it's like so you, you see one eye go through the screen then you see another eye go through the screen then both eyes clash I mean it was dramatic in the sense of I was really on some like yo you doing too much like you, if, you need if to if you relax. could replay it you, <laughs> you need, would you hit him I, oh I was ready I was ready to, cause you see <laughs> The issue was this. The nigga clearly was drunk or, or out of his mind or doing something extra. So, naturally, I'm not in the, the... I don't want to fight nobody like that. To me, that's one, that's not a challenge. And then two, okay. it's like, no one wants to beat up no old nigga. No one wants to beat up no drunk nigga unless they absolutely have to beat up a drunk nigga. And nobody wants to beat up nobody that is mentally out of their wills. Like, he wasn't mentally insane, no. He just was on some extra shit. Like he might have had a out, he might have had a drink or two in the morning before. A uh, nigga might have had some some rocks. Yeah, like he might have he might have sniffed some rock. I don't know, but he was Facts. on he was on one, but he wasn't on one to the point. That's why it probably wasn't crack. He wasn't on one to the point <laughs> where he didn't realize that I would rock his shit because that's what the look implied. He looked at me, I looked at him, and the nigga had. Well, the nigga said, "Do you have a problem?" And then he looked, he looked me dead in my eye after that, and his tone went down. And I said, "Nah, I don't got a problem. You got a problem?" <laughs> y'all nigga think y'all do rag time? <laughs> so now, so now the nigga proceeds to tell me the whole history of of this block. The nigga goes, "Oh, oh nah, I don't got no problem, but you know, they not supposed to be here." Now he's talking about Asian people in general. On some, oh, on some shit. racist shit. He's like, okay. they not supposed to be here. Like, I've been here 44 years. I said, and God bless you. And he's like, he got quiet. So I'm like, yo. I said, listen, at the end of the day, you yelling at the lady like that, that's not right. And you know that's not right. So, like, cut all that bullshit out. And keep, and keep it going. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing, That's Playboy. it. Like, that's it. We don't need to talk about this no more. Like, So, wait. So he wanted to take out his Asian hate. On this lady on a bike. That's what oh it. That's God. what it turned into. Originally, that's scary because now the real question is, if XAB wasn't there, what would have really happened to that lady? Well, that I mean that that is that's part of you know. At the end of that's the day, wild. if we're talking about gentrification or if we're talking about um, you know other communities being able to come in and uh, take over black communities, I empathize to a certain degree. I get it. But we're not going to use that to then, like, if you want to get into an argument over something like that with a man, with an Asian man, go ahead and do you. Like, that, that, <laughs> that, that's, where, that's where it draws the line for me right there, when he attacked the female. At the end of the day, I, I have a, a little bit of, <coughs> I, I understand a little bit. I don't fully empathize with it, but a part of me is just like, listen, they do this to us all the time. So I'm not encouraging it. It's just interesting when you hear it happening from, from our side of the fence. Yeah, I mean. Because when we go into these neighborhoods and they do silly shit like that. We all seen, we, we've commented, we've covered the nail incidents that have happened over the years. Right, right, black right. people go into a, a nail institute and then get beat with sticks and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we definitely, we've seen it happen. But, I mean, there's two things. There's one, it's, it's a difference when you initiate the bullshit. Like, and he initiated that bullshit. She wasn't supposed to be on the block. 
Anybody who who rides a bike, don't ride on the sidewalk. You can get a ticket for it. But other than that, it's it's still it's an inconvenience for the people walking. Because if you crash into the one one of these motherfuckers, it, you might you know what I mean. But she wasn't it's a problem. She wasn't looking like she was gonna crash into anybody. It just was a matter of him having whatever frustration he was going through through his day and maybe through his life and deciding that she was going to be his victim for the day. She was going to be the one that he got to instill all of his anger and issues out. And I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not going to stand for something like that. Like, we talk about it all the time. Um, I, Even if you, my brother and my sister, I'm not going to sit, sit there and let you pick on somebody that you know you could pick on. And that was what it was. It was a matter of... He knew that lady wasn't going to do nothing to him or he thought she wasn't going to do nothing. And if she did do something, I guess he felt like the community would be behind him because he started talking that community shit. And it's like all of that is cool. And I do understand. Again, I, we all seen gentrification. We know what happens when other communities come into to impoverished or not even impoverished, but just black communities in general. And so it's like I get it. You know, what I mean, like I understand you being frustrated, but that's not. The ways, means, or or how to do? There was no justification for nah, it, and and, and that was just straight racism. Right that was racism and uh and, and bigotry and whatever else, discrimination, whatever word you want to use. Um, but that just wasn't right, and that's that that was the premise of it, and that's what I said to them. I said, "Nigga, you know that's not right." And he got quiet, and then he waited till I got into Subway to tell me, "Fuck me." But uh, <laughs> that's how I knew the shit. I was like, oh, man, this nigga had to fear God in him. Because he waited Damn. until I was all the way in the store to be like, fuck you and fuck. And that's how I knew it was It was some type of bigotry going. He said, fuck me and fuck that Asian bitch, too. And I said, damn. Damn. It's that deep. I guess it's that damn. deep. Now, if I walk my ass back out this motherfucking store and rock your shit, I don't know <laughs> how. I don't know if you would have expected that. Because when I look, yo. It was mad funny because when the nigga was, was beefing up, when he first said, do you have a problem before he looked at me and I looked him in his eye and I said, nah, I ain't got no problem. The nigga got real quiet. And, that, and like I say, he wanted to tell the whole story of, you know, I've been here 44 years and now they taking over and da da like I was supposed to. And you don't own that. shit. And that's why you really upset. You don't own a goddamn thing on a motherfucking block. You squandered your 44 years, sir. All the fuck you've been doing with that mouth was fucking... Probably was sucking dick. <laughs> Probably was sucking <laughs> for crack. <laughs> for some crack. You gotta clarify because that crack, almost sounds right. like a baby moment. <laughs> right. You right. Gotta, you gotta right. You gotta clarify. But uh, yeah, that was my all man. D Flow, you got one? Nah, I don't got no all man moment, man. I'm, I'm not nothing wild been happening in my life like that. Same that nigga D-Flow titties is moving in the screen. Could the fan in the background. My nigga's good in that room. <laughs> I am straight, straight, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am good, sir. So I do, I do I have another. Comfortable. I do have another on-man moment, but it, it's, more, <laughs> it's more so general. It didn't happen to me specifically. Oh, shit. But um, there is a meme floating around. Let me see if I can find it. Um. And it just memes it, have memes have been intensifying over the last uh, fucking seventy two hours. Memes have been intensifying. It's just funny how people perceive certain things. So I had um posted a meme and it said so it was from you know spiritual word, which is another one, basically shade room, but they, they basically a shade room. Facts. <laughs> yeah, they have 
I guess some religious context. That I don't know. Some religious ratchet yeah, shit in there, know. boy. <laughs> far, far from spiritual. So, okay. so they put up a meme, and it's like when you finally meet a man who has goals, isn't full of himself, asks you out at 12 p.m. and not 12 a.m., and talks about his feelings. And then the woman's response is, I like you as a friend. Now, I, <laughs> I sent this to a couple of my friends. I sent this to some of my wow. uh, women friends and some of my male friends. And it's crazy. My all man to this is, it's really bad. We're at a space where, you know, like for a long time, it was always, yo, men, you are not acknowledging the stories and the things that women go through. Women are telling you this is their experience with men or this is their experience in general, and y'all are not acknowledging it. Y'all either come up with reasons or da-da-da-da. And so a lot of men, I can't speak for everybody, but a lot of men listen to that and say, okay, let's be a little bit more empathetic to some of the things that women are telling us is their experience either with catcalling, um, going to the club, niggas saying and doing wild shit on dates. Like, let's let's open up our ears and listen. Now, especially with this particular topic, women seem to not want to acknowledge men's experiences when it comes to really being the, I don't even call it the nice guy, but being someone who is kind of in a space where they're ready for a relationship and approaching a woman and she does say like yo I, I i like you as a friend not like the first thing they did was deflect the first thing was one person said men are really weird and then another person said um guys think because they're the nice guy that they are entitled to x y and z basically and i'm like that's not even what the meme is saying because it doesn't have to be the nice. She's oh, she basically said like, because you're the nice guy doesn't mean that I'm physically attracted to you. You could have everything else together, but if I'm not physically attracted to you, I'm not physically attracted to you. And for me, I was like, but the meme didn't say nothing about not being physically attracted to the dude. You know what I'm saying? It's specifically speaking about the scenarios where, and I don't know, maybe women just don't understand this portion of it, but. <clears throat> and women, you could you could hit me up in the inbox if you if you do, um, and and you want to correct me or whatever. But from my experience, from either seeing it, like I I say it all the time on the podcast, I have a lot of female friends, and they tell me stories. And distinguish, I think you could attest to this too. Matter of fact, I ask you the question first. Have you ever had any of your female friends or any woman that you were speaking to be physically attracted to you, but also, or physically attracted to someone, but also say, nah, I'm going to keep you as a friend, or I like you as a friend, or I like this, he, this man is perfect, but I'm a, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to go forward with a relationship with him. I'm going to try and keep him as a friend. Yeah, I remember, I remember years ago, I'm not going to say the person's name, I mean, you was actually at that show. And that, that was actually the first time I feel like I realized what women feel like when men be like, I'm physically attracted to you. And they know women want to take it to the next level. And the dude be like, 
But nah, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. I mean, you just a homegirl. And this is after the fact that the nigga done, done fucked already. Shorty told me, met me at a show, liked me, was was like, oh my God, you Jamaican, so I know sex about to be whatever. Sex was cool. Went back to the crib. Had an amazing time. Was wilding out. And then when I thought, I assumed, I was like, all right, cool. Shorty's bad. We was talking over Zoom. And I think her friend was in the back. I mean, uh, not Zoom, uh, Uvo. Uh, this one, Uvo was out. And God she was damn. like, nah. She, she's like, she was like, nah, distinguished. Nah, I don't. Nah, thank you for the dick. The dick. But I, I just want you as a friend. Like, I don't like you like that. That shit crushed the nigga over that fucking. Oh, oh, oh. Bro, I, I had to keep a straight face. Because the friend was right there. That shit was crazy. crazy. I was like. Let a nigga do some shit like that. Let a nigga. Let a nigga. Let a nigga talk. My fucking feelings, bro. My yo, I think that day my self esteem went down like fifty fucking points. I swear to God, I I couldn't believe it because a a part of me, honestly, a part of me was like, I can't believe I fucked this woman. That's how I felt. But let a nigga have his homies in the background and be like, Nah, shorty. That shit was just pussy. What's up? Like, Yo, no, like what are you talking you about? You so misogynistic. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. That's why you di- That's all you going to hear. It's over for you, my nigga. That's all you going to hear, bro. You going to be blocked. You going to be in a special group chat. All of that shit. So that my own man is just that. Uh, oh, go ahead, Flo. Now, nah, I was going to say, I, I've been saying this from a while back, man. <laughs> in this day and age, it's going to take time for people to settle down, man. It's just too much options and too much accessibility at, the, at your fingertips. It's too much. It's too much. Uh, it's people too getting much. money too. A lot of people getting money it's a lot even, of different ways. It's not even that. The perception of what people want in a relationship and what you could get access to is different nowadays. So when you think about what you want to settle down with and what your ideal person is, it's two different things. Because now you're gonna be like, I like this person. But there's something better out there because social media tells me there's something better out there. So you go on your timeline and you get false hope about what potential you could possibly grab or who might be in your inbox versus what's actually in front of you and what you could actually grasp. So you delay wanting to settle down or be with a person because you think you could find a better option. And that goes to both men and women. I mean, I think that a lot of times you got to you got to settle down. Sometimes it's right in front of you. You just got to be willing to take advantage of it. I mean, I think that's definitely a valid point. Um, And I think in this instance, I just feel like so why this is an on man is because I just want women to start to validate some of the male experiences as well. You know what I'm saying? They don't care. (laughs) I was about to say, bro, bro. women that shit. Yo, ex, women, women is not going to give a fuck, bro, about niggas' feelings unless she absolutely really liked that nigga. I feel like nine out of ten times, the man, quote unquote, has to show he cares about shorty if she even is considering that nigga to fuck her. Even if that nigga is lying to himself, he's going to make sure he tells a great lie to get in them fucking drawers. Meanwhile, a woman, she going to keep it 100 with herself. 
If she really don't like that nigga like that, she's not going to feed into this nigga having a bad day or this nigga's in his feelings. That nigga's going to go left on scene for the next 72 hours. By the time she reaches out to that nigga, he done seen her story like fucking five times. She done went to the beach, got her nails done, fucked around and went somewhere, got some fucking food, fucked around, went to the amusement park. She's going to look at the nigga. Oh, hey. How's it going? Like the nigga wasn't just trying to reach out to her. These chicks don't care, son. But yeah, I don't think I think I go both ways though from that facet of it, dog. As if you're not really interested in the shorty, you 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 could care. You sit there and pretend to listen to her problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where I bet. I feel like women do really it better. Care, I feel like women do it better because I feel like women always look at they shit like this is some shit that you actually want, nigga. You actually want, so I'm going to see what the fuck you quote unquote going to do or say. And if I'm feeling like you're not doing enough, then I'm going to just be extra, you know, extra crazy nonchalant with it. Women don't got to put as much effort in getting the dick as men got to uh, put as much effort in getting the pussy. And that's just how it's been. I think that, I think that's a very, I think that depends on your tax bracket. Well, we're going to leave that right there. <laughs> well, regardless of, of those points made, um, I still feel like the message Good talk. needs, Good needs talk, to be. Good talk, D-Flow. Good talk. That women, y'all, y'all have to validate some of these male experiences. Um, niggas ain't making shit up. Like there, there are dudes who literally will meet a girl, and will there, there will be. See, the reason why we know that it's not that the physical attraction isn't there is because there will be flirting. Uh-huh. Niggas know when they are taking somebody out on a date as opposed to it just being an outing. Like, niggas know the difference between a date and outing. Niggas know the difference between flirting and casual conversation. I'm not talking about the goofy niggas that don't. I'm talking about a lot, a, a large mass of niggas know the difference between it. And that's another thing that we do on social media. Everybody likes to compare to the the lowest common denominator. Stop comparing to the goofy nigga and let's compare to the average nigga or the average chick. Everybody knows when they're taking a shorty on a date. Everybody knows when they're flirting with somebody to some extent. They may not know if that person is 100% into them, but you know when you're flirting versus just having casual conversation or, yo, I'm meeting up with you versus, yo, I'm taking you out on a date. Like, we all know the difference between it. So... Yeah, a lot of times there will be scenarios where, <laughs> and I, I we're going to talk about some of this shit. I'm going to talk about uh, a married woman situation that I had on Patreon. But we're gonna, we could talk about scenarios where a woman is, is giving you, <laughs> flirting with you, telling you all this like, oh, yeah, I'm attracted to you, this, that, and the third stuff. And, and then when shit starts getting real for her. Then when the shit start getting real, like, it seemed like the niggas, yo, so he's starting to put pressure. Yo, so what's up? Like, you know what I mean? It seemed like you into me, I'm into you. Like, what's good? If she's not ready to settle down, then she will just be like, I like you as a friend. And then want to come back to you. That's how we know it's like bullshit, too. Because a lot of times they will like you as a friend and then two years later, when they're ready to settle down, they come to you and be like, yo, you are the type of nigga that I want to settle down with. And that's why we didn't go to X, Y, and Z before, because I wasn't ready to settle down. A lot of women will admit to it. Some of y'all don't admit to it. But I've had women literally say those exact words to me. And I pray to God you say the motherfucking names on the motherfucking Patreon. 
Nah, I don't Fuck. Think. We not doing. You want to get sued? You clearly want to get sued. I don't. But <laughs> but nah, I've, I've, women have said that to me. My homeboys have spoken to me and told me like similar situations where they're like, "Yeah, I was talking to a shorty." And I'm you know calling I mean? names on our Patreon. Fuck that. X Y Z wasn't cool. Da 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 da. And then a, a week later. I mean, not a week. I mean, a year later, after she didn't have her moment, she was like, yo, the reason why I couldn't, you know, I didn't want to settle down before was I wasn't ready to give that life up. And it's cool. Nah, she wanted, she, wanted to, she wanted to fuck the niggas that she thought was going to wife her. And that's another thing. Like, chicks is like, fuck these other niggas being extra nice to me. I'm going to fuck around with this ball nigga. I'm going to fuck around with this thug nigga. Those ain't really my type, but I like the way he look. The way that he looks, he's giving me crazy physical sexual attraction this other nigga over here is about five eight and a half this nigga look like he going to school and shit i don't know if i could really fuck with him like that but this six three nigga right here he don't got all of his teeth but you know what this nigga drive a nice car this nigga's probably not in school but you know what he got something going for himself what that something is i'm not quite sure but i want to fuck with him the whole year go by you fuck with three four five niggas that's in that same type of situation by the time you get back to the five eight and a half nigga who now got a better uh, uh, better whip Probably got two fucking cribs He's a real estate agent All over New York City You can't get that nigga Why? Not because you're less attractive Why? Not because you didn't Reshoot your shot Because you fucked up In the first place You thought wrong And this is not Final Jeopardy You don't get Another chance At this fucking question This nigga won the game I mean There's that yeah. scenario And then there's also I think the scenario Where if We can keep it a stack man some women just like that excitement, man. And we got and they it's it's dumb who gotta keep they it do. real with themselves. They like they like dealing a with the A few of drug. them right now, a few of them right now listening to this part of the podcast, smiling to themselves right now. Uh, they, a lot of women be with the dumb shit, bro. They like a the drug dealer, light skin, they like dark the drug. skin, whatever skin nigga with the tats all over they like the excitement. that they know yep. is a fuck boy. They didn't heard his whole history. They, they, they know he went to jail three they, times, they four know times, all in and of out. That. And they still say, you know what I mean? Let me see what's they got a master's degree. They didn't they got a crib, they got a car, they got everything they going. Got they got a dog, got, all of that shit. They got a government job. You know, <laughs> they got a government, not just a regular, they, they got for a the, government right, job. They work right, they right, they work for the state. They work for the state department. And right. they wanna fuck with the nigga that just look like he balling and living a crazy life. And he not about shit on paper. And he they not know about he shit. not about shit. <laughs> and he fucking for the and chicks. He, and they know he, he fucking yo. for the chicks. And they know it. They know <laughs> it. They know it. <laughs> they know it. Some of and them then, just like that, think, son. And then have the audacity to go online and say niggas ain't shit. Bitch, the niggas you fuck with ain't shit. Those niggas. Those <laughs> like, niggas together. We, we keep it. I don't care if y'all mad at us this episode. I you don't care. You can't be mad. Son. I don't care. And if we're talking about you, we're talking about you. Y'all got to hear. We be nice. We be tiptoeing around some of this shit, man. We do it all. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Nigga, we don't be nice. Nigga, you be nice. Me nah, and D-Flo nah, nah, say it like it is. Nigga, you be nice. Y'all not going to do that. Y'all not going to do that. Y'all not going to do that. No, 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 no. D-Flo, D-Flo, back me up. Flo, back me up. I be giving a the different flow. perspective when y'all niggas be going too deep down the rabbit hole. Oh, whoa, whoa, time out. I don't be down the rabbit hole, bro. I just be telling you. D-Flow, this nigga you know, X-A-B you know what, is capping. You know what X be doing, bro? You capping. know what X be doing? X, X, this is, this be X-Flow with certain bitches, bro. X talk about it. Come on, talk about it. 
to better in certain people. And it's and not there. Jose shit. That's it. That's it. I just be given a different perspective. Like I said, cause y'all, yeah. y'all don't be seeing it all the time. Y'all be going down the rabbit yeah. hole. Y'all be and now he's trying out. to clean it up. <laughs> now yo, he's trying to clean it yo, up. It's funny though because months later he'd be like, "Damn, son, that shit. Well, this chick wasn't shit." And nah, I'd be nah, like, nah, "Damn, nah, bro, see, we, we try, so y'all we making try it to seem like you, I don't know certain the, certain chicks ain't shit. Is, I know the these chicks ain't shit sometimes. Where's my emojis on this shit, son? Cause nah, smiley face emoji." Uh, this nigga, this we nigga, know, we all know the shits this. ain't chi- the, the chicks ain't shit. Sometimes it just be like, yes, I do look for the good in people, and I'll be like, me and D Flow know change. that more than you want to accept that. Okay, uh, y'all, y'all niggas think y'all know stuff more than me. You bug the fuck out <laughs> when it comes to chicks. Yeah, y'all, y'all definitely don't know more than me. Stop. Stop. Uh, all right. Stop. All right. Know nothing, bro. Stop. I've been with the same this nigga. Chick. This nigga been married for forty five years. I don't know nothing about these chicks. Honestly, I see chicks and I be like, damn, that's how they walk. I don't, exactly. I don't even this know. Nigga's a listen, married listen. Man. Fuck all that. I'm still waiting for XAB to get a girlfriend. We better get that started before the Patreon, okay? We got to get that started before the Patreon. Thank what you. What does that have to do don't with press, Don't pressure don't, don't press him when he's ready to find a shorty. What, what you mean down. ready? He what you, how that. long have we been friends? Nigga, stop. He's going to do it when he's ready, bro. Stop. Yo, distinguish. He's going to do it when he's ready. Which of the women that you have seen me with would you have wanted me to be in a fucking relationship with? Really? Don't let me call a name on this podcast, bro. Don't don't force my hand. None of the girls that I have dated in the time span that me and you have been friends are worth me wifing up, bro. And you know that. Bro, are know, you sure like, you want been, this to be edited like on the podcast? Two, Maybe one there's or two, two that would there, there been one two. or two that I but, that you but we didn't we either you, who you're talking about, either we weren't even talking romantically. That's what I mean. I'm talking about who I was in a relation like speaking, dating, whatever the case is. Maybe two. That it could have got there, but it never Ain't got no there. Maybe two. It we never got you there two. though. It never got there is what I'm saying. The other Isn't, girls, we know they fucked up. I can't wait to call their names on the Patreon. We know they fucked up. You're not calling names on the Patreon. You gotta call no <laughs> names, <laughs> but we know they fucked same. up. Because there's a lot of incidents where I'm like, how did you fuck up the... How you fuck up the bag? The bag is XAB. How did you fuck up the bag? How? How? Because a lot of times they don't... They be on they goofy shit, my nigga. <laughs> nah, these hoes ain't shit, bro. These hoes... They, these chicks be wanting to do what... I, let me stop calling them hoes. These these young ladies be wanting to do whatever they want to do, and like and and as we said before, a lot of them they don't know when they got a good option. They think there's a better option out there, but a lot of times they be knowing these niggas is, ain't shit. They know it. Let's keep they let's keep it a stack. I've dealt with a lot of women who have had massive trauma in their life, and when they come up with it, they come they meet a nigga like me. I am too far ahead of where they are at spiritually, emotionally, and mentally to really yeah, take you're in. You're too nice. Let's nice, not forget. It's not even about niceness. It's just about. Now, part of it is maturity. Exactly. It's about maturity. maturity. It's about being in a space part of his maturity. where I, I'm intimidating. Like, and I'm not saying add financial, Add financial stability. Come on. Don't, don't leave nothing I, I'm just not going to keep going. What I'm saying, though, is <laughs> like. A lot of these, and they have said this to me. This is not me just spewing shit. A lot of times, what it is is I'm intimidating, bro. Like it's intim. They don't know how to deal with a nigga like me when they meet me. 
And that's just the reality of the situation. It's like, not on no cocky shit, not on no arrogant shit. Like I said, he's literally out of certain girls' mouths. Is <clears throat> They meet me, and they just want to be on some fuck girl shit. They just want to get a good fucking, or they want to go on some dates, or they in a certain aspect of their life where they getting over a nigga, and they just want to be in on a fuck girl shit. And then they meet someone like right. me, and they be like, oh, shit. Nah, this nigga would actually be a good catch. But when it starts to get real... Then it starts to get real, and some of them ain't ready for the real. So they might disappear and come back later. They might I think, do some extra I shit. Think, I think in your, I mean, I don't know if you would ever try this, but if I was XAB, I'm, I'm doing a hypothetical. Ladies, I don't give a fuck what you think after what I say about this. This is my, this is my best friend, okay? This, ladies, this is a nigga that you like. This is a nigga that I know. We're talking almost nine years in the motherfucking game, okay? So, if I was XAB, I would, we already, we already spoke about it on, on your six-month journey. Number two, though, yo, I would just stop fucking having sex. I would just, I would just stop. I, I, would, I would literally act like my penis has one function, to pee. That's it. That's it. When I fucking hold it, Jimmy don't even get hard. Jimmy's just, meow. Jimmy just, that's it. He just squirting wood. Well, I'm not Jimmy down Jimmy don't squirt come. In, these, in these streets to begin with. <laughs> but uh, We need, we need XAB to go on a six-month drought. That's what we no, need. That's your, that's your shit. You like doing that. I mean, I <laughs> like love I doing said, that. I'm not, I'm not really fucking with Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Me. D flow, D flow, D flow. What stops? Hold the fuck up! You don't think it's necessary because you have two kids and you have a beautiful wife. You're not involved in this conversation. Shut the fuck up! All right, this is for the Yo, single niggas that's not married yet. Nigga. You acting, this nigga acting like I don't know X two nigga. I ain't a stranger to X nigga. I know, I know, I know but I'm talking about the single. About? I'm talking about the single shit, nigga. I get it. You married, bro? Well, what well, what I'm trying to say is that, in my opinion. This nigga need to change his options in women. Well, that's... I mean, you that's You gotta dope. talk about who this nigga be going after, too. Nah, nah, nah. We He's not gonna do that, to too. Sir, y'all niggas is really wild. Yo! Y'all niggas is wild in this episode. Oh, my God. First of all, let's get it straight. I'm not always the one going after these girls. Sometimes they interject into my life, okay? This nigga acts like... This nigga acts. You have a type. You know what type of bitches you be going for. I don't have a type. Wait, wait, wait! No, Time out. Look wait, at what? My track record. Wait, and what? Mad different oh, types of girls bro. in my track record. This nigga's <laughs> lying, son. This no, I'm not talking about no. looks, the my nigga. I'm chick talking that about I had personality. A serious situation bro. with was nothing like the chick before that. Who was nothing bro. like the chick before that? Who was nothing like the chick before that, my nigga? Yo, next what are we topic. Stop. No, no. Next nah, topic. Stop. No. <laughs> We're not doing this. We're not doing this, bro. We're not doing this. Y'all fucking the fuck out. Next topic. Next topic. Hold up. Next topic. Hold up. 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 That that I was speaking too heavy. She was like the shorty I, I spoke to who's a who's a rapstress? No, nigga. Them two is not. No, but but the type oh, I like that. I like the, that made up word. The type is similar. The how type is the type is similar. similar, my nigga? They are nothing alike. You know, we don't need to go in <laughs> how, okay? We know, nigga. 
Okay, we know we're not gonna go. And, and we're that not gonna shorty go there. was nothing like the songstress that I was fucking with. That was doing All goofy, right. disappearing, All coming right. back, disappearing shit. All right, All right. <laughs> like, because you like on. women that you like Houdini checks. You like girls that do tricks. Okay, <laughs> next topic. Next topic. Who was nothing like the stripper chick that I dated? Like, what's Yo, up? Yo, <laughs> shout out to the strippers. Uh, so, uh, in recent, in recent uh, challenge um, forte, we have niggas buying crates at Lowe's, <laughs> Home Depot's, out of, and Amazon. Um, also, I did, I did some research. Hold the fuck up! Wait, wait, wait! Hold, pause that fucking <laughs> statement. Niggas were buying crates to do that challenge. Yeah. There's some yeah. ninety. There's some stores selling crates for ninety nine cents right now. I don't yeah, know. Bro, which, bro, did uh, bro. If if you go, if you go on going out out of their way to buy crates to walk yeah. up on crates to potentially fall off the crates and hurt <laughs> I, themselves. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot the name of the company. But if you go on Robinhood right now, the stock for crates just went up like seven. So right now, uh, this uh, starts coming up with these things. Huh? I, I don't know. If Who you go on Robinhood right now, you can get seventeen dollars a share. I swear to God. I swear to God. Nah, that's a bad investment, y'all. That's, that's a horrible that investment, That shit will bro. be done in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that shit will be done. I mean, get, get what you can. Get what you can from it. You know what I mean? Get what you can. Crates, my nigga? Crates, my nigga. Yeah. I think a niggas lot of is niggas been fucking getting mind. fucked up. I think niggas is. I think people, people, people got too much time on their goddamn hands. Niggas is out there fucking mind. Too much, and niggas is trying too to much die. time on their hands. I've seen more women uh, win the the crate challenge than I've seen men though. So men got to step it up. I don't see a lot of men. I see a lot of men going to the ER in the hospital. <laughs> niggas got too much time on their hands, bro. You you couldn't convince me to walk up some crates. I could tell you that much. Nah, that that shit. Listen. That looks dangerous from jump. I don't understand yeah. where like anybody is looking and saying, "Yo, this is what it is that we need to do." And it's mad older people that I'm seeing on my timeline. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of niggas forty and up doing that shit, and I'm like, "Y'all are trying to be in the hospital." And I'm like, "Nigga, <laughs> so wait, y'all niggas screaming at the top of y'all lungs about health all last six months." Ever since this vaccine shit started, but y'all finna to jump to but y'all, y'all death. finna go break a rib. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> fucking y'all walking up some Snoop fucking Dog. crates, nigga. Snoop Dogg is right. Snoop Dogg put on his page and Little Duval. It's gonna be more niggas that die from the crate challenge than COVID. I swear. I swear. <laughs> what type of goofy shit niggas. is that, nigga? You gonna sit anyways? And then I seen and I seen niggas doing wacky, the crate bro. challenge and then other niggas sabotaging niggas while they Yo. at the top crate kicking the shit. And whatnot. Nah, you'd have to see my hands, bro. E for everyone. Rated E for everyone. My hands would be rated E for fucking everyone. Must be out. Y'all goddamn mind. Yeah. Niggas get to the top. And as soon as a nigga about to go off the next step, niggas get kicked. And the niggas in the air, mid, no control. He's not a gymnast. He's, he's going. Si- Simon is not he's, Simone. He's going Simon down. Simon is not Simone. That he's nigga's going, going down. down. He's not doing a backflip to get his balance. Me. Bro, and then they be, dollars ain't worth no broken ribs. Bro. Yo, they be falling dead on much. it, dead on the. They crate. dead fall on it, bro. Some niggas fall on their face. Internal <laughs> bleeding—that's what the fuck that's called, sir. Yeah. In fucking internal bleeding. So apparently, what looks like uh is going to lead to some internal bleeding, or at least people are trying to push it that way, is this Drake versus Kanye situation. Now we've been speculating for a long time, obviously that the beef didn't seem like it was a hundred percent over. Uh, one way or the other, but 
Apparently, it's been reignited. Drizzy uh, had a verse with Trippy Red. Let me see if I can actually find that. Um, he had a verse with, with Trippy Red where he basically um, said that, listen, I'm beefing with niggas that I don't even really know. And uh, <laughs> that's they, a fact. He definitely did say that. <laughs> they 45, 44. <laughs> Let it go. So I'm going to see if I can find this shit real quick. Um, but yeah, what are y'all, y'all thoughts on this situation? Uh, Kanye Kanye is trash for posting a nigga address and then deleting it. Kanye, you a fucking dickhead for that. Dickhead. I, I, I think all this is promo. That's just my opinion on it. Okay. Could be. Promo could for be. the new album. It, well, both both new albums. Both new albums. Yep. So Because um, why choose to do it now when he's amping up the release of his project? It seems ideal. So And uh, Kanye Kanye making it seem like his no, go ahead, bro. Kanye making it seem like his 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 project is secular. Kanye, your 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 joint is not secular music anymore, bro. So I don't know what we 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 know whose project is gonna outsell whose project. No disrespect to Jesus, but Drake is beating Jesus in this competition. So here's the uh, here's the the track itself. All these fools I'm beefing that I barely know. Forty five, forty four, let it go. So, I guess Ye took offense to the to the line that said Ye ain't changing shit for me. It's set in stone. I don't really necessarily even see that as a diss, but I guess the the lines leading up to it can be seen as a diss. Forty five, um, forty four, burnt out, let it go. Um, it might be a little bit of promo, or I think it's. I don't think Drake promos like that. So. That's the only Drake piece. is way more tactical. It's way more tactical. That's the only piece that I, I think Kanye is promoing. I think so. A lot of people have been saying, "Yo, Kanye is gonna is trying to drop when Drake is is gonna drop to drop to make this some type of war. See who's gonna outsell whoever on said day, whatever the case is." Um, and I think that from that, somebody's marketing team might have said we could use this, but I don't think initially, like niggas was trying to. To market together because I really don't think Drake fucks with Kanye past like I right, he's musically cool. I really think Drake is just cool off Kanye, honestly. No, I don't think Drake is using it for promo. I think Kanye is using it for promo, but he knows that amping Drake is going to lead to people checking him. Out. That's a fact. You feel me? So he's just he's just using he's taking a little bit of collateral damage, but he doesn't care because it's amping up. People wanted to hear what he has to say on his project. Yeah, I mean, you're positioning yourself next to the biggest artist. Like, Kanye, exactly. you're not the biggest artist to compared to Drake. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> care who wants to argue me on that point. To me, he's not bigger than Drake. Um, he's not He's not as relevant as Drake is right no, now, that's for sure. No. So if it, if it came to just him dropping and Drake dropping on, on an average day, Drake is 100% outselling him. There would have to be some aspect of it... Um, that would make people want to check out Drake shit just as much. Kanye, I mean, Kanye's just as much. Kanye as would have to do secular music. Well, the project the is secular. Way. He's just not spitting secular. That's the Kanye problem. Just not, just not. It's just not in that in that conversation anymore, bro. Like That's Kanye, the problem. Drake Drake is at the top of the food chain right now. We <laughs> we can't deny that. So Kanye just isn't isn't there anymore. You feel me? Like Kanye. Kanye needs that hype from Drake to pour over to him. 
it just so happens that he has enough influence and he has enough long-term fans that people don't mind being with the shits. Right. So for, for most people, they're just excited that Kanye is being active again. That's a fact. I think, I, I, I think Kanye is going to see the real power of what Drake has. Every single album, in terms of how Drake chooses to promo, every time he puts out a record that tries to cripple the other artists, even with the whole Drake versus Pusha T, and a lot of people say Pusha won that um, when he did it over the, the OJ, the, the way that Drake was rapping on the Duppy freestyle was more personal than how he rapped on the back-to-back freestyle when he was going against Meek Mill. That Duppy freestyle, he was trying to really hurt niggas' feelings. He was putting stab wounds in niggas' backs. And what and he I wasn't, think what, what he was, wasn't playing with that is equivalent to like not a sucker punch, but like like Drake was mainly focused on Kanye and kind of just threw a shot at Pusha because Pusha been throwing shots at him. But his right. his main focus was like Kanye, and then Pusha inter- interjected. So to me, it's like equivalent <laughs> to being in a fight and you you fighting and the dude and his man's is there, and his man's decides to to throw a punch in because he sees his man is about to get cooked out. Like, that's what it looked like to me. But at the same time, I do think, uh, you know, Pusha kind of did. He threw some some shit out there. Let's, let's, not, let's not throw Drizzy any bail. However, I think if Drizzy is truly focused, and he did say that he had stuff that he felt could ruin both of them, but he decided not to. I just Right. Think, shout, out to, shout out to Jay Prince for, for pulling that. Yeah, I just think that Drake is just not. I think a lot of people... They underestimate the fact that Drake could be ruthless too. And like you said, when the Meek Mill shit happened, I don't even think we saw the best of Drake then. It's just that it blew up so quick, he was like, all right, I'm done with this. Like, and then with the Pusha T joint, I think he felt like, yo, if I go to this level, because he's talking about my man's dying who actually has a disease that is killing him, like, I'm going to say some shit that is going to not be Drake like. And that's going to put me in a conversation or put me in a realm that I don't think is good for the brand. And it uh, inevitably led to something else. But now with Kanye, quote unquote, bullying, leaving his address on the Internet and doing wild that was shit like that. Trash, bro. Although everybody says, yo, we know where Drake lives. But a lot of people said that it triggered them because that's how Pop Smoke passed. So, like, mm. yeah, that, that, that's not a that's not a, that 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 to me is where more so where it's like, boy, you know, the situation right now, the climate that that people are in right now. Niggas is looking for a lick. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you doing shit like that, that ain't yeah. safe. I don't think... You pull someone a dress, that's, that's a threat, to be honest with you. Personally, yeah. per- personally, at that point, I wouldn't be rapping. I would, honestly, I would honestly be trying to find out how could I press charges on Kanye West for that. Honestly speaking. Yeah, you got... Yeah, and I think... <laughs> I, I'm confused, bro. I'm like, Kanye, you don't need to do this, bro. Just wildin'. You done... You, why, why, why are you doing through all this, my nigga? Like, you don't need to go through all this shit, You know why? Shit, because like, Kanye... Put the project and keep it pushing. Kanye made a fucking misstep. That's why. Kanye... Kanye was supposed to release Donda when he was supposed to release Donda. And the hype is gone. The hype is gone 100%. Kanye, even on that second release, if he released it then, I think his numbers still would have been popping. This supposed third listening party in Chicago, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to hear this shit no more. 
Honestly, I'm at a point where I don't care. When it come out, it come out. And I feel like that's a large portion of the population. A lot of people were in this space where they were like, yo, we're going to give Kanye another chance. Kanye been on some bullshit, but this project sounds dope. He got mad people on it. Yo, this is lit. And now it's like, all right, you didn't drop it when you said you were supposed to drop it. Then you you set up another a listening uh, party and you put a, a date on um, Apple Music that you was going to drop it on that day. You didn't drop it then. Now niggas don't give a fuck. Now you want to do a Chicago release party. I'm sure there's going to be some type of surprise or some shit he going to pull out during the Chicago one. But people don't care anymore. So I think that somebody in his camp said, yo, your numbers is down on this shit. Like, y'all, you were at 500. In moving 500 units, 500,000 units on, on first week. Now you at 360. You know what I mean? So we got to see if we could do something. Oh, use this Drake shit. You know, everybody keeps saying it's a Drake versus Kanye. Let's play with that. He's already did it with 50 Cent, so it's not out of the realm of his camp. Like, so... Yep. I think that's where it is. Before 50 for sure. Yeah. I don't but it doesn't benefit it doesn't truly benefit Drake. Drake doesn't need that hype to push his project at all. And that's where the difference comes in. Drake would do numbers regardless cuz he just has his core. But Kanye, I don't know if he truly needs it, but now it's probably at that point that people done lost interest. Yeah. So, best of luck with that, man, but Kanye, you're a billionaire. That's a fact. You don't gotta be doing all this extra shit, bro. It's corny, bro. Just put the fucking music out and let's keep it pushing, my nigga. Like, shit, it's corny. It ain't that deep. It's corny, like, bro. Um, what's not corny though is this right here. This goes out to all y'all tuned in. The hotties, the secret hotties, all you motherfuckers. Talk about something y'all like. Stop talking about me. Since y'all hate a bitch so this much, the way broke bitches coming from me know it gotta be free. Oh, but I can't pay when I, I show up fresh. Success, I got him. Everything I, got I do, keep another bitch nigga. talking. Watching my back, cause these dudes be stalking. Watching my pet, got these broke hoes starving. Damn, you hoes hate me. Riding dick so hard, having babies. Y'all bitches so ugh, stop it. Making everything but a deposit, yeah. Killing bitches, send them to the gulag. Hot girl shit, never let them cool off. Make them do what I say, he my voodoo dog. Back shots, balcony, we don't care who saw. One thing about me, that you need to know. I ain't nothing like none of these average hoes. Cause I fucking want to if they ask me why. I'm from the south side, niggas can't make me cry. Nigga, this head game lethal. Use my tongue, put thread through a needle. Bitch, I'ma movie these hoes, my sequels. Keep a pussy hoe real tight like a Kegel. Yeah, self-esteem high, bank account full. Hoes going blind, trying to look at my jewels. Ass real fat, and my pussy get true. If I worry about the hate, I'll be a damn fool. This is all we've been asking for from Meg. Now, yeah, she does have some sexual innuendos and stuff in there. Um, and we said this last time she dropped a freestyle. She dropped a freestyle, I think, last week or two weeks ago, whatever. But um, there's also rapping going on. She's talking, she's she's using bars and and she's she using, fucking snapped on this record. Yeah, it's it's punchlines. It, it's crazy punchlines, too. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, there's some, like I said, she said something about Kegels. She said something about using her tongue, da da da. But as to me, it's just showing more of a lyrical side of her, and I think that that is what is going to bring her over the hump. That's just me, and she just keeps proving it every time she drops one of these freestyles. My question though is like, do y'all feel like this is the direction in the next project? Is she's going to put more of these on the project? Yeah, I feel like somebody probably put her on. Yeah, somebody put her on a dash and bow ties and was like, yeah, I had a falling out with the show. I was a fan, but I'm in the middle now. Niggas was talking shit about you, Meg. And the fan got 
into her ear enough and Meg is giving the boys and the world what the fuck we've been talking about. So shout out to Meg the Stallion and shout out to our number one fan. <laughs> yeah, I think this is going to be the vibe. I like it. I like it too. I like I like the direction. I feel like I just I just feel like that's what's going to put her in an, another conversation. Uh, I'm yeah, I think I think it's putting her in a conversation where she could successfully take over from Nikki. A hundred because that's that's the biggest that's the biggest difference right here. Like really being able to spit bars. That's one that's what's wanna get her more features on a lot of rapper songs, like from the male side of the fence. They wanna start putting her that's the same way they used to put Nikki on songs. Because yep. Nikki could feature on anybody's track. Really know she was gonna deliver and make the record better. Shit. Yeah. So I think that's what that's what she's positioning herself to be at. Like it's it's more than just the regular shit. Can we put her on a track to really kill these to really keep up with the other rappers? So I think she's putting herself in that predicament. So Azriel um has joined the prosecutors in this R. Kelly case. Just gonna remind Both everybody of you with, who with, with R. Is. Kelly. We're with him. That's yeah, our relationship. We're with him. Yeah, we that's what it him. is. <laughs> and we're in a relationship with him. Right. You just said it. Is this a three-way relationship, or do you each have a separate relationship with him? How does this work? Well, both I'm of curious. those. Yeah. Both we both have our individual relationships with him, and right. we all are family all together. We have our moments where we sit and watch movies all together. We go to amusement parks all together. I'm not talking about Azrael going to movies and sitting and watching, uh, going to parks. I'm talking about is it a, is it a three-way sexual relationship? Sexually? Well, first of all, I'm not here to talk about my personal life. Okay. And I would never share with no one what I do in or outside of the bedroom. And as a woman, I'm sure you would not either. Yes. No, I wouldn't, but I... But, okay, then. But, so, no, yeah. no, you're Next right. question. No, you're right. I, what is your relationship? Both? So, um, yeah, she's joined the prosecutors as... as Many listeners probably remember she was very much ingrained in defending R. Kelly originally. Um, and then a doctor of R. Kelly's came out and said that R. Kelly has had herpes for since at least 2007 and uh, has not been telling his partners that he has been infected. Um, <laughs> R. Kelly apparently... From uh, his doctor, who have been uh, speaking at the trial, has had herpes since 2007, since same girl came out with, with Usher. And he hasn't been telling his partners. So, um, I mean, this is, to, to me, I, this, this trial is, is done. You know, I don't even know why we, we really even... I don't know why people are even trying to make it news. This is not going to be an OJ trial. This is definitely not, not going to be an OJ trial. This is not going to be a George Floyd RIP trial that's going to drag out for you know weeks and weeks and get a whole bunch of news coverage. It's not that. This this is a, a open and closed like it's an open and closed situation to me. Like we don't need to get a, a slow leak of information about this one testifying, this one doing this. Like, it, it's pretty much over for, for Kells. And I, I know there's certain people that try to compare it to Bill Cosby. And they, this is not nowhere near the same um, situation. So that's my opinion. But, um, yeah, this I just think he probably needs to get out of here unless some 
God given yeah, fucking information comes from out of nowhere that exonerates yeah, I mean, him. There's no there's, there's no excuse for playing with underage women. That's just that. It's facts. It's it's it's, it's, it's there's no excuse for that. <laughs> I my biggest thing about that was just I still liked his music. I just didn't respect what he was doing as a person. But at the end of the day, there's no excuse for what you're doing with underage women. That's just that. It is what it is. You know, Cosby situation is Cosby situation, but Kelly's situation is just, that's just what the reality of that is. In the words words of Robert Kelly, Nigga, please, if you don't stop, no. This is a warning. It's it's time to get out of here. It's not looking um, good, man. My man's was. I think it's over. I think it's over. It should be over. The nigga, the nigga yeah, supposedly yeah. was was around McDonald's to hang out and bump into seventeen year olds. You know, we going to schools and all that shit. Nah, man. What the it, fuck? We know the bro. story already, man. Yeah, man, we ain't gotta rehash Listen, this bullshit, do, man. Do your time, and hopefully comes out a rehabilitated man. I mean, get, get whatever help. Hopefully, I mean, I know. They go just that, that's a. I don't. I don't know what he's he needs. Mental health clearly is at the forefront. Um, he needs some of that. But uh, yeah. Do do we don't? I don't think we need to even cover this shit no more. Uh, moving forward, because I'm sure this is like I said, the blogs and everything keep trying to make this like a trial of the century type thing, and it's not. <laughs> it's really that. It's not. Let that man serve his time and face his demons. And like I said, hopefully he comes out a rehabilitated man and and has different taste in women. I don't even know if that nigga getting out, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, he ain't murdered nobody, bro. Nah, like, I think he was playing. I don't think that nigga but, getting you know, out, bro. I think I think they're going to try yeah, to keep that nigga gonna, in there for as man, long as they, they uh, are, are keeping, they, or keeping they, OJ in there. He getting five to ten years, bro. I don't I think, see nothing more. Than I, that. I think that nigga might be getting more. I feel like he gonna get more. I think he getting more. You gotta bro. remember, it's, it's it's statutory. It's not just yeah. it's not just like harassment or anything like that. Like, and then I'm not too sure, but I do feel like they're also trying to pin kidnapping on him. Remember, remember there was a time Wait, where really? they were saying, yeah, God remember damn. there was a time they was saying they. He was keeping women at that studio. I think it was a New oh, York studio. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The cult. Oh shit! So I don't know. I don't know what the evidence is behind that. Like I don't know how strong that is. If they're gonna, if they're gonna be able to to add that, but I do feel like the multiple statutories. I don't know how many, but I know it's more than one that they're putting on them, and each one of those are gonna have their own charge. You know, their own sentencing rather. So I don't think I don't think it's gonna be no five to ten, but we'll see. We'll see what this man get. We'll, we'll see. We'll um, see, man. I know it ain't gonna be life that much. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think they can. I don't think the law would allow them to get for kidnapping. They could if they're able to make the kidnapping stuff stick. Uh, then they could put them in for life. But I just don't know That's how strong wild. that those allegations are. That's um, wild. Yeah, man. Whatever he gets, he deserves. That's a so. <laughs> yeah. I'm not here to. Say nothing other than that. Um, yeah. Now, this weekend, we had a much-hyped race that happened with Jamaica's team, some other Americans, and Shikari Richardson. Now, I like how you said that. 
Now, surprisingly, this turned into a huge debate online because if anybody remembers, building up to the race, Shikari had a lot of things to say. Shikari said, did you miss me when the when the race was going on or build up to the, the Olympic race? Shikari was saying a lot about, you know, I can't wait to da-da-da-da. Like, it was a lot of, of, of stuff coming from her side. It's, of, it's a boxing match. It's a boxing right, match. Right, building her hype up. And then the race came. <laughs> and then... Put your pussy lips on live, I'll give you $1,000. That didn't happen, Jesus. but it might as well have happened because... <laughs> We got to the race. Mad people was hyped to see her. Mad people was ready for her. Some people probably put money on that race, too. Somebody (laughs) put money on that race, for sure. Mad people put money on that race, bro. Um, A lot of niggas lost money that weekend, bro. (laughs) A lot of niggas lost money. And the gun goes off. The races start racing. It looks a little close for about a second. And then Shikari comes in last. Jeez. Nah, this nigga <laughs> said that crazy. Nah. Nah, this nigga said that line crazy. Shikari comes in last, bro. Not not first, not second, third, fourth, fifth. She comes in ninth place, which is last in the I think it was a hundred meter. Last, um that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. And then gets on camera afterwards and pop shit. <laughs> How are you, bro, bro, bro. Now, the debate bro. was, do people tear people, I mean, build people up to tear them down? And a lot of people were saying that people, was this humble pie or was this people relishing in her downfall? Because for weeks, everybody has been behind her, including this podcast, um, hoping that she, you know, that whole Olympic shit wasn't right. We were hoping that she could do well in the future. But it really was funny to see her go out there, talk all that shit, and not deliver nothing. So some people were upset. Some people were like, yo, she's going through a lot, and y'all really be building people up to da-da-da-da-da. And the other people were like, nah, this is just a case of humble pie. What are y'all thoughts? First of all, bro, as a, as a, as a former track and field nigga, my damn self, time is time, my nigga. You know what your best time is. You know what time these shorties was pushing. And if you know you weren't cut for that fabric the couple days before, if they're running 10-5 and you've been doing practice and you've been running at 11-2, you shouldn't have fucking went to that race. Point blank and period. This is just hard facts. Yeah, I think she, what she did, 11-5? She did 11-5. <laughs> she did 11-5. You knew, you knew you had this race coming up. Which means she had to been hitting the tracks every day for at least the last two or three weeks to condition herself properly. Because if you ain't conditioned for it, you will get spanked. That's a fact. You go out and run. You knew what these shorties were doing at the Olympics. You get out there and you not only did you talk mad shit, you know that you weren't running that time or you weren't really prepped to run that time. So when you get spanked, it's not that surprising for me. And most of the real and most people in the in, in, in the track and fit industry are just like, what were you thinking? If you know you weren't ready to go out there and run, 
Then why go out there and run? Don't try to blame it on you were mentally prepared. The fuck is that? Don't use a cop out. Like, yeah. What is? I don't. I don't. I don't respect it. My thing. My thing is this. My thing is is very simple. I I just look at this as a simple case of humble pie. It's not that people are relishing in her downfall. It's not that people are laughing at her because it's like, oh my god. Ha ha ha! Look at her. No, like distinguish that. If you talking mad shit, like the boxers do, getting in each in each other's face, saying "Yo, y'all miss me, right?" Because when I get in there, I'm gonna blow these niggas away. Type shit. Like we're looking for you to at least place. That it's it's to me is that simple. At least place seventh, eighth. Just don't come in last. You talk mad shit leading up to the race. Like, Muhammad Ali used to talk mad shit, but then he would back it up. There ain't nothing to laugh at. The nigga is the one. He the one. If he talking all that shit and he could back it up, he is the one. So you position yourself as the one, and then when you get there, you don't even place. And then the other half of it is you have nothing backing you yet. <clears throat> so and that's the social media era and this like lack of resiliency and accountability era that we're in is where we make people superstars off of one song we make somebody a superstar off of one feat off of one viral conversation where they look like they oh they shut this nigga down or oh they did this it's all it takes is one thing and we calling niggas the goat and it's like Shakari won to place in the Olympics, which was dope. Amazing. She came in number one. She has mad pizzazz behind her. I think she's a dope individual. She ain't nobody's goat, though. And y'all been treating her like the goat, and she ain't proved nothing yet. That's the part that be blowing mine. Like, she in a Beats commercial. She getting Kanye endorsement type shit, and I am happy for all that. They're like, don't get it twisted. I'm ha- I want the black sister to be elevated, get your money, to become a figurehead, all of that. But you also gotta back the shit up. That's my only thing. You just gotta back it up, because again, niggas just be one little thing, and now you the goat. You got one hit single. Oh, this nigga the goat of the generation. Nigga, he needs to put out an album. <laughs> he ain't put out an album yet that went platinum. He put out a single, and it's cool. It's dope. I need to see more from the nigga though. It's the same thing here. I needed to see her actually, and that was my fear from jump. I'm like, yo, she qualified, and I think that's dope. She came in number one to qualify to represent the U.S. in all these different races, but I need to see her back it up with all this shit talking and all this extra stuff. Don't not come in second or third or first. And, and that and <laughs> that was it. I mean, you she did well for the U.S. Great. <clears throat> the Olympics happened. We saw what these Jamaicans were doing. Easy. These shorties ate the cake. They were breaking records, bro. One, two, bro. three. One, two, <laughs> and three. It, it, it's not that complicated. And they're all black women, and, I, and I, I, I pre, I'm appreciative that all these black women are doing great things. For sure. But I'm just like, come on, man. Shorty went out there. She talked a lot of shit. And like I said, even with boxing, it's a chance. There's a chance a nigga might see an opening, chin check you, and that's that. No matter how good you good, 
that one opening and you you move the wrong way and that 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 right or left hand cuts you on the chin you're done for the night with track and feel it's time you know what these other women are running it's like if if you're a fast runner and you're the number you're the best from the US and you run an 82 Usain is running 6 something you ain't going to pop a lot of shit <laughs> cuz you know this nigga Usain is 6768 with long legs and will giddy up his ass down the fucking and field. And it's going to be a little bit of a long shot for you to beat the nigga. It, it, it's, for you, it, that's what that's I'm it. saying. It's just a little bit that's of it. a long shot. That's it. <laughs> it's not even a little bit. Nigga. That's a lot. It's like 70% it, it like in you, this nigga favor. Yeah, he might have the trip. And, and then you might got, nigga got You might got And then nigga blow a hamstring on the first 30, in the, in the first 30 yards. Then maybe. But, yo... That's not how this shit works. Like, shorty, you ha- you know your time. You know where you're running. And if you see for the whole week, you weren't touching this chick best record in the Olympics. What the fuck made you think you could come up to a race and outrun her? Like, she ain't got a point to prove, too. You just got to go in there and say, yo, I'm just humble to be here. I'm just happy to be here. Like, I can't, it. I can't wait to, to race these three amazing women that won at the Olympics. Um, and let's let's make it a race. Let's make it something for the people to to talk about. And that's it. Just leave it at that. You going in there like yo? I'm about to blow these chicks away. They breaking records. I'm like I don't know how you. And they been breaking records. This ain't nothing new. Jamaica been doing this. This ain't nothing new. They are very prideful of the track and field aspect of their country. They gonna they gonna make sure that if any of the sports going right, it's that. <laughs> they gonna make sure of that like so i just didn't understand the whole mindset of like i right, yo I'm, I'm really gonna talk shit going into it now the good brother distinguished uh from from jamaica you have any final words on this topic before we go into summer jam uh i mean i, I said this last week I, I still feel like you know i said if she wins you know what I mean? She's gonna really be on some shit. Like she, she's she's gonna have a brand new type of situation. And and I said, if she loses, ain't no coming back from that. Um, the, uh, a public display, not just publicly. The internet is a whole. No, the internet is something that cannot be contained, controlled. So you see the memes, the videos, the skits. I pray for that young woman's mental health. No pun intended. I'm going to just say. I spoke in the earlier part of this show. A gentleman killed himself. He's not here. I'm going to just say, man, if she she had came in fourth, it wouldn't be that bad. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. If she had came in fourth, it wouldn't have been that bad. Well, last place is last it ain't. Place. Yeah, if she would have came in fourth, it definitely wouldn't have been that bad. I think, I think people would still be giving her her flowers. What I will say is this though: people love a comeback story. So, if she is able to win any race coming up within the next year or so, um, if she's able to place again for the next Olympics in four years, if any of that happens. She will be spoken about highly 
up until whatever race. And, and I think that that is, uh, I think that that's going to happen. I think that. Yeah, that's the problem, though. She got to live up to the hype. She well, can't lose as bad as she did this race. She she could really never lose again. She no, has she's to keep gonna, winning. She's going to have to, whatever her next race is, she's going to have to place pretty high. She got to. One. If she does she not she win, win If she does gotta not have, she gotta win. She has to come number one for sure. She gotta win. She gotta yeah, she win. Has to win. She From don't last win place, bro. She gotta win. But now she there's win. now there's a redemption story here, and and niggas love a redemption story. So I don't think she's a hundred percent. Best of luck to her. out of the conversation of track and field, solely because she did build up enough of a personality that people are still interested in who she is. So now, now you have this redemption story arc, and we got to see how that ends. And if and if there is no gold or placement at the end of this redemption, I don't. Yeah, it's it's gonna be looking slow on that side. Um, Facts. Best of luck to her, man. She can't take away her talent. That's just a fact. That's a fact. Humble it down. Yeah, just you know humble I mean? it down. Just, you know what I mean? Be you, but just hold it down a little bit. That's all. Um, this we all we got. <laughs> Summer Jam. So Summer Jam happened yesterday. Um, they canceled, I think, two stages, if not, uh, if it wasn't more. But they kept the main stage. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen any highlights from. Summer I didn't even Jam. know Summer Jam. I didn't I even know Summer Jam still happened. It was raining like fucking crazy yesterday. Yeah, they kept it. Where I don't remember where it was at. It wasn't at MetLife. I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. I I mean, like every I saw, year it's at MetLife, but I don't know if it was at MetLife Met Life this year. Um, but I felt like I saw something that said Madison Square. I don't think it was at Madison Square though. No, it wasn't at Madison Square. Oh, but okay. um, from what I saw, the shit looked. It was crowded. It, it was crowded it, as fuck. But the mics were terrible. That's what, and I don't know. Maybe it was the angle. Maybe it sounded good in MetLife, but from all of the videos that I saw, Sweetie's performance, the mic sounded. Trash. A lot of people said that her performance looked like a rehearsal. Oh, uh, there was who else? Who else performed? They had Bobby Schmurder came out performed. Uh, they had Fabio. Uh, no Meek performed. Meek did his uh, song and took uh, Lori Harvey's name out. A lot trash. of people. A lot Fucking of people trash. said that he he had he had did this a while ago and explained that. Because she's in a relationship, and this was, I guess, when she was dating Trey Songs. Because she's in a relationship, he changed the lyric of the line to say that she's no longer on his wish list. Who give a fuck? Keep the lyrics. Yeah, keep the lyric, or just isn't she? Isn't she with um? She's with uh, Michael B. Jordan now. So Michael, Michael B. Jordan, right? Yeah, because yeah. he he quiet. I respect it though. Yeah, he, I respect. He quieted it, the crowd down, and he said. Um, I don't want Lori Harvey on my wish. It sounded terrible, by the way, the way he said it. It, it doesn't flow. It was trash. It don't flow at all. Um, he's like, I don't want Lori Harvey on my wish list no more. Um, that's all I wanted um, before for Christmas, something like that. And his explanation is, I I changed the lyrics so that I'm not disrespecting her in whatever relationships that she's in. Um, but a lot of people, including myself, when I heard the lyric. I was like, this shit sound like trash. You could have kept that. <laughs> Meek, that. my fellow, my fellow Torian brother, that was trash. We keep it very veal on this show. We love you, but it was trash. Stop doing, all right? Stop just, doing dumb shit. Yeah, just change the whole lyric. If you're gonna change the lyric, change the lyric. Take her, 
Take her name out of take it. Name, yeah, take her name out completely. I want a bad chick for uh, on my list for Christmas. That's it. You know what That's I mean? That's it. I want a bad chick on my list for Christmas. Like you could have said that. You know what I mean? And that would have made that would have made it work. Like if you if you want to respect her relationship with Mike and he and Michael B. Jordan might have a personal relationship as well. So I could respect why he chose to do it. It's just put a different line, yeah, bro. Just do it. Just do it different. Um, all right, so let's get into this politics and, and get the fuck up out of here. Uh oh, also, bro, the baby performed yesterday. Oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Just stop that real yeah, quick. The baby performed yesterday on Summer Jam and got a, and was well received. So well, shout out to him. I I liked his um intro. I mean, I I feel like the intro was sincere to 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 whatever extent that that sincerity can come from after doubling down three four times. But I do feel like the message was appropriate the way he came on and he said, you know, it was never my intention to make any group of people feel X Y and Z da 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 da. And thank you to Summer Jam. For taking a chance on me when y'all didn't have to and letting me perform. So, like I do with, with most of my shows, I'm here to make sure that anybody who came here leaves here feeling better than when they came. I respected that. I thought that was Summer dope. Jam. Summer Jam was also trying to secure their bag. We know that there's feelings involved, but this is also about big fucking business. We're talking about a billion dollar. We're talking about Summer Jam that's been around for over 20 something fucking years. Summer Jam absolutely knew what the fuck they were doing. They Definitely knew what they were talking about. Ebro, Ebro is what the creative director for Summer Jam every year. That nigga knew what the fuck he was doing. Come on, son. No, it was a, it was a strategic move. I'm, I appreciate it, man. I mean, I I ain't gonna get too much into it, but I think they're trying to blackball him unnecessarily. So, you know, shout out to the baby man. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't and make no remarks day, like that again. That ass. And I think you can say what you want to say, bro. But the the point is, that's not a you can say what you want to say. Nah, (laughs) I mean we ain't gonna get into that because we ain't gonna agree to it. So I respect what they're doing. Shout out to the baby, and you know, shout out to him respecting other people and doing what he got to do, man. Yeah, I mean, I just think I think you got to be careful. You know what I mean when you. Whatever it is that you want to, whatever it is that you talk about with your friends or this, that, and the third, you you don't bring that on stage with you. Um, moving forward, you keep it simple. Um, and again, yeah, he can say whatever the fuck he want to say, and, and then that's when the con- he can't you can't have it both ways. It can't be a it can't be he's being blackballed. But he can say whatever he want to say. There's consequences to some of the things that we say out here. So, yeah, he can say whatever he wants to say. But then when the consequences come, you can't feel like, you know what I mean, somebody's trying to blackball him out. There's a lot of people who took offense to, to what he had to say. But on the other side of it, I do feel like there's always there should always be the ability to redeem yourself when you – aren't out there trying to, like, actually harm someone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not out there trying to kill somebody. You're not out there trying to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe you are ignorant to your words, and maybe you didn't expect that it was going to cause what it caused. But now you know better, and and you move forward. So I do feel like Summer Jam was in a prime position because they saw all of these other festivals canceling him. And we're like, yo, well, if we stay true and fast to not canceling him, it's going to 
put a lot more spotlight on Summer Jam. And if it probably wasn't a hurricane going on, I'm sure that would have been one of the more... Would have been 10 times bigger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that conversation would have been a, a hell of a lot bigger. Um, but, you know, I do respect what he did. I do respect that intro. I do respect... Um, I do... I, I, I like Summer Jam not canceling him. I do. I like Summer Jam saying, yo, we're going to give you a shot. I'm sure these niggas all spoke, too. I'm sure they spoke to him and said... Uh, I'm sure. What what you finna say to open up this this show is going because you got to say something. Yeah, you got to say something. You can't just rap. But you what you saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not gonna let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. So we here. So. Um, a lot of the, the headlines and the news dominating, uh, well, not even dominating, but that has been popping up has been a, some young people who have been fully vaccinated, um, have caught COVID and have passed from it. More notably, Tank kind of put up, I think, three stories or something like that regarding. Nah, it was like, it was like seven actually, but he took all them shits down. Yeah. Um, I only saw three when I went to it, but. Um, okay. If it's seven, three to seven, he put up yeah, three to like seven this. stories um, regarding people who were vaccinated and who passed. And I know you had put it on the you had put it in the in the group chat, so put it on on here. Yeah, I mean, I'm at a point where I, I was having a conversation with somebody, and me personally, you know, I just want to give you know this is like irrelevant, but relevant at the same time in terms of my mental health, in terms of what I'm really going to be putting energy into and what I'm not. I was having a conversation with somebody, and he basically told me like, "You got, you know, you got a lot of things going on as you always do." I, if I if I was you right now, I would I would stop I would publicly stop talking about my feelings on on COVID nineteen and vaccinations. And I had already stopped doing that personally because I was just like, I need to focus on my overall health. My fucking doctor told me, as I said on this podcast, I was supposed to have a stroke like two months ago. I need to focus. And that has nothing to do with COVID. I need to focus on my shit. I need to focus on what the fuck I got going on. In terms of young people getting COVID, well, being fully vaccinated, still getting COVID, like I told my coworker today at work, because my job, my job actually right now has been a bit more aggressive with asking people um, for um, vaccination cards. So I know at some point I'm going to have to make a very crucial decision, to be very honest. Um, I do like the space that I'm in at my job. But like I said, I'm going to have to make a very crucial decision very soon because it's, it's, it's fucking with my moral. It's like, you know, damned if I do, damned if I don't. All for the sake of just having a job when I know there's a lot of people out here that they're not in a position like me. So I try to really think outside the box in terms of that and just try to be a bit more. I feel like I'm open minded, but a bit more trying to put myself in in their shoes, um, to be honest, and just look at it from all different angles. R.I.P. to the young people that's been losing their life. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on at this point. Uh, uh, As of today, according to the Citizen app. Um, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, for those who don't know what acronyms mean, that's that's definitely a real thing. Like, we're not even going to sugarcoat that. Uh, the FDA approved uh, both the Pfizer and the Moderna um, officially today. Uh, 
I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's this is God's time, and I, I don't know, man. Nothing is gonna save you from quote unquote death. Nothing is gonna save you from that final. Hour. When it's time to go, it's time to go. You know, whether it's COVID, whether it's HIV, whether it's herpes. Listen, when it's time to go, is it's time to you. You're, you're gonna die. Although we know it is inevitable. And we do know, you know, back home, D-Flow, you know, as you know, we have a saying in the Caribbean, you know, prevention better than cure. Right this second, I don't know what is going to stop or slow this thing down, you know, because it's one thing to mandate a vaccine. It's another thing to mandate a vaccine and it's still not working. Although they said it's not the end or be all, but... Listen, this shit this shit ain't living up to the hype either. I'm sorry. This shit ain't living up to the hype either. As you said, bro, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Do what's best for you and do what's best for your mental health and what's best for your health. I'm not here to judge anybody. Do whatever works for you. Me neither. My biggest thing about it is um, don't pressure. I feel like there's a lot of pressure being applied. But, hey, people, people want to do what they need to do to feel safe. Right. And... As society dictates that, you either fall in line or you get outcasted, apparently. So, you know, I I have my own personal views on it, so I'm not going to fully disclose that on the podcast, not on this, on this public platform. However, you know, to all our fans listening and everybody that's listening, do what you think is best for you. If, it's, if, that, if you want to take the vaccine... And you feel that that's the best decision for you and for your for your work life or for whatever you got to get done, then do that. My biggest thing about it, and I've been telling everyone this from Jump Street, just do the research. And whatever your conclusion you come to after you do your research, then best and then best to you with that. And that's that. That that that's 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 how I view it. That's how I'm looking at it nowadays. You know. If you do plan to live in this country, you got to follow whatever agenda or whatever. Let me let me stop saying agenda, but whatever whatever they want to mandate and whatever they think is the most safe thing for everybody else. So um it is what it is. Yeah, at this point I'm honestly I'm I'm coveted and vaccined out. I'm tired of talking about this this subject matter over and over and over. Um like at the end of the day we see what direction certain states, again, this is all state by state in terms of what's being mandated, what's not being mandated, what you should be doing or, or what you should be looking at doing. It's all state by state. Um, and the facts are simply this. The Delta variant is doing a lot of shit the original COVID is not doing. A lot of, a lot of people are getting sicker faster. Um, it's spreading a lot faster. And it it seems to be able to cause a lot more breakthrough cases than the original COVID. Um, and why is that? Why is that the case? Um, just to put, I feel like I feel like adding facts and context to things is important. So one of the reasons why is because the Delta variant is able to cause a larger viral load. And what what the fuck does that mean? That means that if you get in contact with someone who has COVID and 
they sneeze. Let's say the original COVID, they sneezed. Let's say that there was a hundred million particles of COVID in the air um, when they sneezed. The Delta variant, when that person sneezes, there's like five hundred million particles of Delta in the air uh, of COVID in the air, and so with a larger viral load, there is a larger chance of you consuming more of the virus in your system. And when you consume it in your system and it's able to attach to anything, a lot of what people are saying is the vaccine is designed to prevent the COVID from getting through your nasal passage. So that's where most of the fight, this is uh, what one doctor was saying the other day, most of the fight is happening in the nasal area. So if you come into contact with COVID um, and you have the vaccine and you don't like it, it, it initially attacks you, it's going to come through your nasal passage um, or maybe even your mouth. The fight happens there. You're able to fight it off. You're good. Um, with the Delta and, and with COVID that reaches past your nasal nasal passage and enters your lung area, that is where the breakthrough scenario is happening more often. Um, and that is obviously where a lot of people are having complications with the um, COVID pneumonia and things of that nature. So it's like once the COVID gets into your lungs, it's like the vaccine at that point is is only going to assist in you not getting to a point where you're going to pass. Now, again, the vaccine is only 90 percent. Well, some of them. One is 70 percent. And I believe that's the Johnson and Johnson. and then. Moderna and Pfizer are 90% effective. So there is a 10% chance that for whatever reason, um, it does not help you with COVID. The breakthrough cases and the cases that are leading to death are very, very, very small compared to obviously people who are not vaccinated. Um, But again, I think as everybody has said, you got to do the research. You got to look up the information. Things are, are happening. People are vaccinated and passing. It is a thing. People are vaccinated and getting COVID, um, especially with Delta. That is a thing. Does that necessarily mean that the vaccine is not working? No, that does not. Um, And as I've been saying since this whole thing broke out is everybody has to do their independent research and stop going to fucking memes. Stop with the headlines on Shade Room and embracing black culture and anything else that is throwing up a headline that is supposed to make you react and say, Oh my God, see, look at this one way or the other. Cause you got, you got CNN that's throwing up headlines all the time. That's obviously more pro vaccine vaccine. And then you have a lot of these other, uh, pages and they're anti-vaccine. So you're seeing a lot of, Oh, look at this, this, this happened. Someone got, got, the vaccine is still got dealt. It's like, again, for me, it's like people got to pick a side. At, at one moment, there's people saying it's not FDA approved. Now it's FDA approved. Now there's a couple of them that are FDA approved. There are other people that are like, it It doesn't, it, it's this, that, and the third. When it's not proven to be that, then it's like, you don't hear from those people. Just do your research and do actual real research. And maybe the case is, and I honestly think this is part of it, um, if I'm keeping it a stack, and this has always been the case with America and any free society 
in any society that kind of has education on an oppressive scale, I think a lot of people don't know how to do research, to be honest. I think people don't know the difference between an article that's vetted and an article that is more opinion-based or an article that does not have factual anything behind it. It's more like fake statistics because there is a thing fake statistics that, that is a thing there are, i mean people what my problem is with a lot of people who do their research is and i'll be telling people all the time because i began in conversations listen go to the website to moderna or pfizer's website read comprehend because you know a lot of people can't comprehend information how you perceive that information is how you perceive that information and go from there yeah, and then visit dude, dude. visit other shit. You don't have to... Like, I, I get it. We're in this space where we don't trust nothing. So going to the official website, they're going to tell you whatever it is that that is going to make their product look good. I get that mindset. I do... We do have to understand that when certain people put out false information, they can be held liable for that um, in some way, shape, or form at some point in time. But beyond that, I always tell people, yo, do that research... Then look at, you, you got to look at scientific journals, right? If you want to look at like trial studies and stuff like that, those are scientific journals that you have to go through. But literally though, if you're not trained to look at scientific journals, you're not going to know what the fuck is going on. Many people don't know how to do that unless you were in a, unfortunately, unless you went to college and unless you studied something like medicine, psychology, um, anatomy any anything in that field where scientific journals are the that's the only way that you can prove your merit you can't prove it unless you're using scientific journals i can't go on wikipedia and say wikipedia says x y and z works uh for podcasting i have to go to the scientific journal of blase blah medicine which will go through a study which will talk about how they went through step by step by step what the outcomes were and then where the study could be improved or attacked. Like, that's a scientific journal. The journal will tell you where they feel the shortcomings of the actual study is. And so a lot of people are not, one, trained to even look at that shit. And two, they're not looking for nothing like that. You got to, like, a lot of times you got to fucking get a membership. Or you have to go to Google, uh, what is it? Google, it's, it's something where it's a st- uh, student-based. Google research or some dumb shit like that. To even look at those things it's not a regular google search so you you have to put all of those things together a lot of people are not going to do that a lot of people are not doing that and they're not going to do that so i just feel like that's part of the issue but other than that go to other sources sometimes you'll have news sources that did all that work for you they looked at whatever scientific journals and then they come with sometimes what is well most was supposed to be a fact-based thing but depending on where the writer falls on the story, depending on if they're trying to expose something that they feel is an issue here or if they're trying to be pro or whatever the case is, you're going you're gonna to get different writing. So you have to take all that information and then make your own decision. That's, that's and that, and that, that's all. <clears throat> like I said, for me, people will make the decision that suits them best. If you got the time to do the research, do it. You're still going to believe what you want to believe. And I got, I don't judge nobody. At the end of the day, like I said, you do what you feel is best for you. You know, do what you think is best for you. 
I think my, my biggest thing about this thing, and I told distinguishes, and I tell a lot of people around me, because I have a lot of people around me are convincing me different ways. But I tell everybody, listen, do what you think works best for you. You feel me? Like, if that's what you think is the best decision for you to make, then do that. Just don't pressure me. I don't want to feel like I'm being pressured to do something that I'm not in full agreement with. And that's my biggest thing about all of this. I feel like there's a massive amount of pressure being put. And I'm just like, if I don't agree with it, I don't agree with it. I mean, I hear that point, but I think the only... Because I'm, I'm not... I don't necessarily agree with mandates and things like that either. But again, I do feel like at the end of the day, there's a form of human nature there. Because like, for instance, with children, if... if a child is not eating their food at some point you're going to put a form of pressure on them to eat their food and they may be like i don't want it and it'd be like this is good for you and you need to eat it now granted we don't maybe have the same trust in what we consider to be government or whatever to make that decision for grown adults and i understand that like again i don't really necessarily um agree with mandates to that degree um, but if we're, again, I think a lot of states are looking at shit and they're saying, yo, our economy can't take X, Y, and Z. So we got two options here. We either got, got to shut down or we got to get a certain amount of the population vaccinated to a certain degree. And if people are hemming and hawing or dragging their feet or whatever the case is that we are perceiving is happening, They're going to, I guess, whoever in their circle and the statistics is telling them, well, if we tell them that they can't do this, that, and a third, or if we mandate that this, that, and a third is is losing, you're going to lose access to this, this amount of the population is going to choose to get vaccinated or this, that, or or go in this direction. Um, And we're doing it for the betterment of the overall city or society or whatever, because if we have to tell businesses restaurants and gyms and everybody else know they have to shut down permanently again that's going to cause a whole nother pot to be stirred so i mean i agree i 100 percent hear that i just think pressure is inevitable at some point because how long do you how long do you let the child tell you that they don't want to eat that food or how long do you let someone tell you that they're not going to do something that you know they need to do in order for another step to happen Listen, I'm, we're gonna leave that like that because I don't, I don't even want to get into it more than that because this is just a, it's just gonna be a long drawn out situation. So it is what it is. Society gonna dictate what has to get done. People gonna fall into place where they gotta fall into place, and either you work around it or you get with it, and that's that. I mean, I agree so, with that. I just, like I said, my, my only point is when it comes to, to pressure, it's going to have to come at some point. I mean, that's... that's Yeah, I mean, the mass majority wins. You feel me? And everybody has their, everybody has their mindsets when it comes to certain things. Like, like I, I don't, don't think I, we need it. I don't necessarily, but, I don't necessarily agree. I think at the end of the day, if people want to take the risk, but... Again, it's a tricky situation. It's not like drugs, right? It's not like if a nigga want to go take the risk 
to to shoot up heroin knowing that it could give them a heart attack, go ahead because the person next to them isn't going to contract the heart attack from heroin. It's like if I decide I don't want to, I want to go out and face COVID head on myself and I got all my medicines and my supplements and I think that I'll be able to beat it um, and I'm I'm good so I don't need any vaccine. It's not like if I do contract COVID, I'm not, I may not affect anybody else. I may get COVID on Tuesday and don't really realize I have it until Saturday. And then I didn't affect it. God knows how many people within that amount of time. So I, I, I mean, that's. Yeah, but the, the risk factor doesn't get better if you do take the vaccine. And that, that's what bothers me. The risk factor dec- decreases a little bit for a form of the vac for a form of the virus that's not even relevant anymore. That as relevant, there's so many different variants that you could contract after you've gotten vaccinated, and they multiply every time they get it. Like I said, it's a it's a long drawn yeah, out but, conversation. But what you're saying though is actually so not a hundred percent true though. You still do have how it. You, yes, the Delta variant is the most more dominant one, and even when you're vaccinated, you are still way more likely to overcome the the virus than if you're not vaccinated it's not there's not like an orange to apple situation you know no there is an orange to apple situation there like it's not like all right you know vaccinated doesn't do anything for you versus not being vaccinated if you are vaccinated Mm -hmm. and they give you the proteins and the antibodies to build up the immunity for the virus right but it breaks down your immune system for other things, then what, you what still does it end break up down dying your, from the complication. What does it break down your immune system for? It does break down. It I'm says it directly what? on the the vaccine breaks down what? your immune what system. What in your immune system does it break down? I'm gonna have to read it and get back to you. I've on never it. heard that. Before. I was reading it. It's right there on their website. It's right there on Pfizer and Moderna's website. Like literally, if you read through it, it says it right I there. I would have to see it, and you would have to explain it because I've never. I've I've read through mad stuff. I have not seen that. There may be a chance. There might be a chance that something may happen, but they have to put every chance that can exist because if something happens and they didn't say, hey, this might be something that could happen from this, then it becomes a bigger issue. So um, if it's a chance, then possibly. But if it's a guarantee that your immune system is going to break down here, there, I, I haven't seen anything like that. But that's what I mean. Like, I, I think people have to. I think when people have their mind made up, they look for things. You look for a specific thing, and when you no, see I, it, I look. It. I don't. It's. A, it's not even a matter of looking for it. It's just understanding what the risks are. For sure. You feel me? Like at the end of the day, you're understanding what the risks are, what the var- what the variables are, and what the percentages are. Numbers are numbers. So at the end of the day, if there's a if there's a high percentage chance. If 1% of people who contract the virus survive, I mean, die from it or get seriously ill, 1%. So there's a 99% chance that if I contract COVID, I'm going to survive. That percentage increases by what? 0.2% if I take the vaccine? That's way... You're down to 0.01, I believe, if you get vaccinated from 1%. You're down to zero zero point one. It's 
to be to to survive or to contract the virus. To contract it is totally different, and the, the data around that is is dependent, like you said, on what variant. If you're talking about the Delta, you're a lot more likely to still be able to contract than we're talking about original COVID. Like original COVID, the data suggested that there was some immunity to it, that you wouldn't be able to pick it up because, again, that's a viral load situation. Because Delta has so much more of a viral load, now they're saying that like there is about, I think it was 60, 60 to 70% chance that you um, have immunity. Like you have some, you have 60 to 70% of immunity to Delta as opposed to with the original versions of it, it was higher. It was like 80% that you may not contract uh, COVID at all if you're in a room with somebody who has COVID. So, yeah, it is way lower. Oh, I just, I don't know, man. I, I'll, I'll keep some of my comments to myself. It's just too much, too much, too much risk factor for me. I, I don't even, when was the last time someone caught the flu? I, I would say before mass. <laughs> I haven't heard nobody caught the flu. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. But uh, have you heard anyone caught the flu? I've heard plenty, literally plenty of people get sick. Yes, but no one is talking about them being sick as often. I've heard people have to to go and get COVID tested because they caught the flu or they caught a cold or whatever have you. So yeah, it it, it is happening, but it's happening way less because everybody is wearing masks. Mass are very effective in not catching shit. So I haven't caught a. <laughs> I catch a cold most of the time, maybe once or twice a year. I haven't gotten the cold since this shit started, bro. Me, either. like literally, I haven't gotten the cold since. Like, listen, the virus is real. To all our listeners, the virus is very real. It's out there. It's out there. Is trust me. It was at summer jam in the crowd. Like, what's good with y'all? That's a fact. At the end of the day, stay safe, be safe. If you want to take the vaccine, go right ahead. It's, if, if, if it's that's what you want to do, do it. It's going to help your mind. It's going to help you stay at ease. Then that's good. Do what you got to do. And that's where I say I don't have no judgment for nobody. I don't feel no way about it. I'm going to do what I got to do. Yeah, I I'm think that, to, that's fair. I'm, and that's it. I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to stay. I'm going to build my immune system. I'm going to do it the holistic way. The people I know around me that are holistic are doing quite fine. There are no issues on that side. I know a lot of people around me that are, that are doing quite good with it. Nobody has contracted anything. Everybody's quite healthy. You just got to keep it pushing. My thing is about it, and I, I told this to one of my good friends the other day, I cannot live in fear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be knowledgeable of what the situation is, but I refuse to live in fear absolutely refuse it do what you need to do to keep your mental to to keep your mental safe and to keep your body safe whatever that is best then best to you and that that's where i stand on that's a fact so another uh i guess aspect of fear that might be uh, eradicated in the near future is moderna is testing out its hiv vaccine saw that that's interesting so it could be within the next couple of months to years that people will be able to have immunity and or um, the ability to fight off 
the HIV vaccine. I mean, the HIV uh, virus. I don't... Best of luck to that. Now, that's a more realistic thing that I'm with. That's a that's a that's something that they should have been working on for years. I mean, yeah, I think that when it comes to, I just think that people, if you're not part of the scientific community, it's very easy to have an opinion. I think that that I think that is that is my main stance. A lot of people have a lot of opinions and not facts, um, and then they back their opinions with pseudo facts. And I'm not saying that that that's anybody here, but I'm saying that that is a large part of this conversation regarding COVID and many other diseases. A lot of people have have they have their own theories. They have their own opinions regarding uh, the medical industry, regarding pharmaceuticals, regarding larger entities. And they project that onto this particular instance. Some of it is going to always be true. Some of it is like. We all know that the pharmaceutical industry is all about money. We know that. Um, we know that there are some doctors that are just trying to get your copay. There are some. I don't think that that's all doctors, though. And I think that we do ourselves, and I think we do that community a disservice when we kind of make it seem like everybody's in bed, and that's why they're doing this, or that's why they're doing that. Um, because... When you speak to some of these people that are actually working on said thing, like the Moderna HIV vaccine is not new. This is not a new concept. This is not something that just popped up. They've been working on this shit for over 10 years, over 20 years, I think. This has been in the same line of sickle cell. We might hear something about sickle cell very soon because Moderna literally is a company that's been working with this idea of mRNA and being able to take certain strains of virus, proteins, um, and things down to the DNA level and being able to cure certain diseases that normal efforts of uh, medicine isn't able to do. Like right now, as, as most people know, maybe not everybody, but the only somewhat quote-unquote cure for sickle cell is a super like exclusive treatment of either having bone marrow transplant from somebody who is in your family and very close like a sister or brother a lot of times you can't even do it with a parent has to be a sister or brother um typically or um now they're starting to deal with like certain uh ways of using the hiv virus and taking certain strands out, putting other strands in, and putting it in your bone marrow, and being able to eradicate your ability to produce uh, sickle cells. But at this point, who knows? We might be hearing about some form of other treatments um, that can be done on a DNA level that are less risky. And because with with sickle cell, you got to go through chemo which is going to knock you out for at least, I think it's 90 days. You got, I think it's three to six months. You got to, you, you can't be around people until your immunity, immunity builds back up. And I think overall the process is like a year to two years. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like that may be, that may not be the best way. Um, and if they can develop other ways. So like Moderna coming up with the HIV joint, all I'm saying is this is not like some random shit. Cause a lot of people will speculate and say, Oh, well look at this. Like now they came out with this. After they didn't did this vaccine, da da da. If you notice, 
vaccines have been ramping up lately. They got the shingles vaccine commercial. I don't know if anybody's seen that shit um, popping up often. Now you have this situation, and then you have uh, this HIV situation. The, the question is, are we really in the era of where we see movies and cartoons where are we really in the era where science is pulling out these trump cards? You know where what? It's really at the point where people, you got to accept the fact that science has come up with ways to further extend people's life. I think and that that is the question, bro. And I think, honestly, I think that's the question that we're not asking ourselves. And that's why I think everybody might be a little bit skeptical. And I I think that's acceptable. You know what I'm saying? Because just like just like there are huge leaps in history that we read about, but we're mad, like, we're cool reading about the the leap from the Dark Ages to Enlightenment to fucking printing presses and shit. Like, we read about these crazy-ass leaps in, in industrial improvement, but now when we're living in it, it's like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And the crazy part is we live through the internet era, which is a bananas... If you think about it, bro, when we were alive, when we were young, I don't know about you, but I definitely had to practice on a typewriter at some point. What the fuck is a typewriter in in 2021, bro? That shit sounds crazy to put a piece of paper in, in a machine and type on it with ink and have to move the scroll when you have a screen right now where we're looking at each other and we're in three different locations. So I do think where that you have a it. screen and you could talk to the screen and it would fucking type for you. Well, type for so you. so I do think that that's part of I mean, it, son. We are in an age. I mean, I I thought about it the other day when I saw Elon Musk with the AI robot, and, we, and I, I meant I said, to put wow. that on here, so we could definitely. Talk I said, about that wow, to close yeah. I said, wow. We 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 are in the era where science is is at the forefront of everything, and it's either you support it. Or you don't. And my biggest thing about it is, I mean, I come from a technology background, so I'm not going to sit here and act as if though I don't comprehend it. It's just a matter of certain things you got to leave holistic. You feel me? Certain things you got to you gotta really look into. But if you're willing to take the risk and you're willing to, to follow along with it, I'm not saying that these scientific theories aren't practiced and aren't tried and true. It's a matter of, are you willing to take the risk to do it? And if you're open to doing it, then that's that. I think because you can't argue data and, 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 and research. I think the big, I think the fear that most people are having and they may not be calling it fear, but I think, or the question, like you said, is with the leap in technology that seems to be happening, the robot shit is going to happen. Like it's already, it's, it's too much. It's too many clips. It's too many articles. It's too many things that are talking about, look at these robots. And I was in a grocery store the other day and there was a robot in there. I don't know if y'all been to the grocery store recently. And it's seen. in stop and shop, bro. There's a one eye robot <laughs> dancing, not dancing, but moving around the store, just cleaning, cleaning and, and, and telling you if there's a spill, if there's a spill, yep, it'll mo- stop. It says, good morning. It says, excuse me. It says all this extra so, shit. I saw that there's dogs making delivery. There's robot dogs making the fucking delivery. 
So, so we are at a point where that question is here that we've all joked about and seen in movies and have iRobot out there. You got, uh, what is that? I think Eagle Eye, um, Shia LaBeouf, I think that's, that's the, the name of the movie. You got all these, these questions about technology and humanity. And now I think we're at that crossroad where we're going to have to start really sitting down as, like you said, as a mass majority and figuring out now that the technology is here, what are the rules and stipulations and what's the rabbit hole? Cause it's, it's a deep one. We know how deep this shit could go. You make AI too smart. It could be smarter than a human. And now we fight in a war and that now, we can't win. And now we, now, yeah, now we slaves. Now as, as humanity, we're slaves or, or you make are, it too strong. <laughs> you can't fight a, a you can't beat a metal. What piece happens? Of shit. When, it's like it's like what Elon Musk said. What happens when you build a five eight robot that weighs two hundred pounds, but that's six times stronger than you? Right. And some nigga hacks it, and I think it's about acceptance. We have to be. It's either we want to are we willing to accept that society is changing, and and keep it pushing from there. And what precautions? Because there are, they have what, to be precautions for stuff like that. Like Elon Musk's robot is supposed to not be able to lift over a certain amount of weight, and it's a hundred. It's actually, I think, a hundred pounds, even or some shit like that. I think he said a hundred twenty-five pounds. I think yeah, something said. like that, and it can't lift more than I don't. I don't remember the amount, but it's not a lot. It can't. It can't do much in terms of that. So, but at the end of the day, this. We have militaries out here. So, of course, if they can make a robot similar to that, that can go out and shoot up whatever they needed to shoot up and take 15 bullets to the head and keep pushing through, somebody is going to think to do it. And that's that's the, the whole. It's funny because my mom posed the question. We can move on after this. My mom asked me a question the other day, and she said, if you're willing to take your blood pressure medication every day religiously, because it helps you control your blood pressure. How are you going to sit there and criticize the vaccine when you're putting in a, a scientific product into your body that changes your DNA to help, not DNA, but that, that changes certain things in your body to help your body control right, body chemistry. your blood pressure? So what's the difference with taking the vaccine and what makes you, she's like, there's a side effect to taking that blood pressure medication. Right. She's like, there's side effects to taking that. There's side effects to taking Tylenol. That's <laughs> she's like, there's side effects something to as drinking, simple as smoking hookah. To drinking, to smoking, smoking hookah, to smoking cigarette. She's like, I, told, I said that to her. I was just like, yo, but there's more of a risk smoking a fucking cigarette than taking the fucking vaccine. Like, if you, if you smoke cigarette every day, nigga, you're going to get cancer. Cancer is imminent. <laughs> Coming. It's not even a maybe. You coming will down get the pot. cancer. It's coming down the pipeline. It's coming down the pot. So it's a matter of the risk you're willing to take. And what way do you weigh that risk? You feel me? So the inevitability is, in, is the inevitability. And ultimately, we're going to get to a point where everybody has to take it. So it's a matter of getting to that point and... And where it goes from there. So and I think the same with um, robots. I think this shit is 
it's coming down the pipeline. <laughs> like, it is what it is, man. My, my biggest my, my biggest fear with it, though, and I'm going to be very transparent with it, I just don't want to take the vaccine and then eight months from now be told that I got to take another one. And then I got to take another one. And now it becomes a yearly shot. Like 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 the flu vaccine or some shit like that. Well, a mandated and, flu vaccine and, would be much because that's basically what it would be. Because the flu vaccine is not mandated. You can take it or you you don't need to. Or you or you don't and you take the risk of catching and, the fucking. And flu. there there is like you have to take that annually. You have to take the flu shot every year. Um, a manual uh, version of this COVID vaccine, I do feel like would be a bit much. Um and Honestly, I think there's some politics behind this. I'm not even going to hold you. I think when the may- mayoral race, mayoral race happens, I feel like you're going to have candidates that are going to be like, yo, all this man- mandate shit, We, when I get in the office, all that shit out of here. Like, I, I do feel, because if you look at the Blasio, this nigga doing whatever the fuck he wants right now. <laughs> he yeah, don't care. That nigga's like a mob boss right now, to be honest. Like, that nigga is eating pasta around a table and have a bunch of gold rings around his hand. Like, what y'all niggas finna do now? He didn't got that, his greatest enemy this. out in terms of Cuomo. Because of Cuomo, <laughs> Cuomo's yeah. gone. You know what I mean? He, he, it's his last term. He knows he's not getting reelected. So the nigga's like... Yeah, Cole, Cole was like, what the fuck, Evan? I'm going to retire? Get this pension? <laughs> this social yeah, the, security The Blasio check? is out of... So he's like, that's why I think... Yeah, the Blasio is just living life on I the think, wild I, side and, right and now. And if you notice, it was one week, it was like, all right, this, that, and the third. All right, you know what? Fuck it then. We're going to go extreme with it. We're not going to do baby steps anymore. We're going to go extreme. Because what can... Politically, nothing can happen to him. N- nothing can... No one can... Oh, we gonna vote you out because we didn't like what you did with X, Y, and Z. What ends up happening though is his party might be affected, but it's also New York. Niggas ain't voting Republican. So, and that that that's what my biggest issue is, bro. Like, yo, all right, the vaccine shit is out. Cool, niggas gonna do what they want to do. Stay safe, but don't force it down niggas' throat. Like, nigga, so you telling me now I I can't I can't live now? Like, yeah, I don't I, I don't, gotta I don't necessarily I can't. Agree, but I, you know I, mean? I I guess the if we to play devil's advocate, the only other aspect is if if the medical community is saying because the medical community has been pushing for some form of stronger provisions regarding vaccination for a long period of time. Uh, that's a debatable thing, you know. Of course, people could say they want to do it because that means money, that means fame, right? You we didn't see more doctors on TV than we probably ever seen in our life over this covid shit so you know yeah all all there's always going to be a benefit to a tragedy unfortunately right schools closed down now all of a sudden the the healthcare industry i mean the the mental health industry is going to be booming now you're going to you're going to see a lot of push towards yo we need mental health this that so now the mental health people that have been social workers and not getting paid for a long period of time or People that are counselors, all these people are now going to get pushed to the forefront, probably get better pay, um, be asked to do multiple jobs, maybe. So they're able to make more of a living. And um, the tragedy here is that there obviously are people that need these services. But, yeah, now there's an industry that's going to benefit from it. It's it's this push and pull of, I guess, capitalism that 
And Capitalism at its best, man. Yeah. Capitalism at its best. That's what this country is built on, man. And it is what it is. Distinguish what's the tough, tough knot. Tough knot is love is not love until it is unconditional. Respect it. Um, what would dad say? Dad would say life is precious, man. Uh, I think there was a couple of moments where in this podcast where we got a little serious. There's some serious topics, um, especially at the top of the show. Once again, let me see if I could pull up uh, that hotline for everybody. That's uh, 1-800-273-8252 for the suicide prevention hotline. Um, But life is precious, and I do feel like if we are ever in a space where maybe we we deem it not to be, um, whether that is to do harm to others or to ourselves, um, please, please, please try your best to get get some form of help and and be able to talk your your emotions out with somebody, um, because this also ties into the summer and how many young people have been dying from just gun violence. Every every week, I'm hearing a new story about. Hails of bullets, I think, last week or two weeks ago. It was like 17 shootings in a day or some shit like that. Two hours. 17 shootings in two hours. Like, that's bananas. And if we are going to be... We got too many things to fight against. We got the robots. <laughs> I think COVID. Like, we got, we got a lot of shit that's trying to take us fucking extreme weather. Henry came through and said, fuck y'all niggas. Like, there's there's a lot of things on the the earth is trying to take us out. Like, I don't think y'all trying. <laughs> y'all think it's sweet? Y'all niggas gots to go. So <laughs> all y'all are it's about to be 500 of y'all niggas on here. Y'all watching all these ap- apocalyptic shits. Yeah, you looking at y'all future, nigga. So, you know, we got to get it together, I think, as a, as a human race. I think we got to come back to the realization that life is precious and something to protect. Another episode of Dads of Bowties, XAB. Distinguish. Damn, my microphone all the way over here. It's your boy, D-Flow. <laughs> <laughs> we out. <laughs>